Peter Mullen. Well, it's the middle of the year. What's our topic today? <laughs> well, Jane, it, funny enough, it is the middle of the year and the topic today is how to beat the mid-year blues. So that's timely. Oh. The mid-year blues, I think, really are a real thing, you know, particularly when you're so used to enjoying like the warm, sunny climate in Australia. And um, there's a condition that probably does affect more the northern climates. But um, my wife surely, surely thinks that she has seasonal affective disorder because as soon as we get one one rainy wet cold day at the beginning of winter she says that's it that's me done till summer <laughs> so um, seasonal affective disorder its initials are sad is that how we know yeah it? <laughs> yeah yeah so it's Very um impressive. it's a it's a real thing particularly as i say in the northern climates but you know i think you know you know yourself if we have even two or three wet overcast days even if we need the rain by the end of it we're all getting around with long faces saying oh this weather's terrible <laughs> but um less sunlight can impact our circadian rhythm like the body has its own biological clock interestingly and our body sort of at different times of the day does different functions yeah. like from a naturopathic or chinese medicine point of view we sort of think that between 1 and 3 a.m. of the night time is when your liver's detoxing more oh yeah um that the best time to do mental work like concentration and focus and study or book work is actually first thing in the morning Mm-hmm. So different times of day, we're probably stronger. If you want to train and do weight training, we're probably stronger in the afternoon than we are at any other time of day. So yeah, so our body has this um, clock, and it is governed by the sun and mm. the 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 light, the light and the dark cycle. So in winter, that can definitely get affected. Mm. Yes, well, all that makes sense. So. Um the winter blues, hmm, what do we do? How do we... <laughs> so symptoms, symptoms can be things like um, like lowered, lowered mood, yep. you know, feeling flatter through winter, feeling less motivated, um, tiredness, even depression has been linked to some people suffer, you know, depression more, their depression is going to be worse through the winter months. Um, but there's lots of things we can do to sort of help manage our mood and manage our well-being through the through the winter times. And one of the one of the the things that this really makes a big difference for me. Number one, get up and greet the day. Mm-hmm. So while it can be tempting to stay in bed on a cold winter's morning, have you found that yourself? Like I find on a weekend, if I sleep in or lay in bed too long, nothing gets done for the rest of the day. That is quite likely. That's one of the things that can make that happen. <laughs> but uh, but just, jumping out of bed, yeah, you don't want to get through that first initial cold shock, do you? But after you've done it. After you've done it and you're up and you're about. So definitely, you know, get up at the same time every morning, you know, unless you plan to sleep in of a weekend. But even then, don't lay around too long. Get up and get going. Um, oversleeping can make you more tired. Um, get outside, breathe in the fresh air. Um, I like to see the sun come up. Um, oh, and haven't they been wonderful? The sunrises, the sunrises over the last have been while. incredible. And mm. apparently, from a circadian rhythm point of view, really important to get that sun first light, early sun rays into your eyes without sunglasses on. Mm. Okay. So we need a little bit of that sun stimulation when the sun's low on the horizon, and that helps us wake up, I suppose. It does, and it talks to brain chemicals, turns on endorphins in the brain, actually starts to reprogram your mood i guess for the day ahead um and exercise is the other thing that i do that i've just started back at the gym now that the gyms are all open Mm -hmm. and you know i get up at 
um, three mornings a week, get up at 10 past five to go to the gym at 5.30, which is ridiculous. It was very ridiculous this morning when it was so freezing cold. But um, the difference that it makes really, like I can't, I can't believe, you know, when you're doing it regularly and then you go through a period where you don't do it and you think, oh, I can't go, I'm too cold, I'm too whatever. But then once you start back again, you kick yourself because you think, I can't believe how much better I feel for making the effort that I was just missing out on before. So so you are feeling better today for having got up so early absolutely. and gone and worked yourself out at the gym. <laughs> absolutely. I don't know. I don't know that I I wouldn't like anyone to to see me at that time in the morning like it's a very slow start to the day, but um but the trick is and we were talking about this before. Part of the um um the big thing about whatever it is that helps you feel better particularly through this time of year is finding something that you love. Like my wife hates exercise with a passion. She goes to the gym, but she's got a long face every day and she really dislikes it. And she has no hesitation in telling the gym owner or any of the personal trainers that she's not particularly fond of them (laughs) either. So the trick really seems to be with exercise, with anything that you do, because everybody will tell us you should do this and you should do that, but it's finding something that you really love to do. Yes. Because if you love it and you feel better for it, it's just so much easier. Health and well-being with Peter Mullen. And we're talking about um, things, ways of beating the mid-year blues. And uh, we've talked about exercise. We've talked about getting up bright and going out and greeting the day. Um, are we going on to the next thought? Yes, eating eating mood, what we call mood-boosting foods. Oh, there are some, are there? There are definitely some. Are there more than just chocolate? (laughs) Well, actually, chocolate, particularly 85% dark chocolate, um, has a really good role on or a good role in improving um, brain function and concentration and focus. Does it? Yeah, so I'm not against, you know, having a little bit of good quality dark chocolate every day if you want to. Just um, make sure it's a good quality one. There's a lot of great ones on the market, mm. great recipes that you can make it from um, coconut oil and cacao and, you know, a little bit of um, one of the natural sweeteners in it. So, yeah, so a little bit of dark chocolate is great. Um, okay. <laughs> my top three, other than chocolate, are Brazil nuts ah. and... Brazil nuts. Now, why are they good? Well, Brazil nuts and even just three Brazil nuts a day um, will provide a wonderful source of the mineral selenium. So selenium Mm -hmm. is a mineral that's probably low in our soils because we're an old country in Australia. And selenium plays a role as an antioxidant in the body. And it's also been shown to help with depression, anxiety and also fatigue as well. So Mm -hmm. three Brazil nuts. And actually you can make – Dana makes a really nice – chocolate called brazil knickers or snickers <laughs> right anyway it's a it's a chocolate made with the cacao and the coconut that had brazil nuts in it so that's a gets a bit of both that's a bit of the best of both worlds yeah it is um oily fish number yes. two one mm-hmm. of the best sources of the omega-3 fatty acids um which have been linked to lowered levels of depression and mood disorders so that's things like um Sardines. Sardines. Yes. Sardines are a great brain food. Improves mood by um, keeping brain cells flexible so your neurotransmitters can work more effectively. So your oily fish, I guess, are your sardines. Um, salmon salmon. counts as oily fish, yeah. Yep, yep, definitely. Yep. yep. And number three is your spinach and your other leafy greens, which are rich in the B vitamins, which are essential for your serotonin production. Um 
So adding a cup of cooked spinach to stir fries or soups. Um, yeah, but the B vitamins really seem to play a role with mood as well and energy production as well. And the B, B vitamins, if you're cooking them, they're still there. They don't disappear. Yeah, I guess they, you do probably lose some in yeah, your cooking. But, but um, some of it, like most of it will be retained. So Yes, okay. So mm. adding, adding greens. And then the other, number four, and this is a really important one, and um, vitamin D, getting your vitamin D levels tested. You know, I'm a big fan of not taking stuff, supplements, unless you really need it. And it's a simple enough test to have done at your GPs. And for being such a sunny country, it's amazing the number of patients that I would see that are low, quite low in vitamin D. Mm. And it's because of lack of sun exposure, I guess. And genetically, some people don't make vitamin D well. But vitamin D has been, you know, shown this. Every cell in the body has vitamin D receptors. So I don't think we yet know... Um, all the roles that vitamin D might actually play. Like it plays a role with our mood, plays a role. It's important for our thyroid hormones to function properly. If you don't have enough D, even if you've got adequate thyroid hormones, your thyroid won't work well. Um, Vitamin D plays a role in helping to prevent skin cancers as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, getting vitamin D tested and then getting onto a really good vitamin D supplement but at a therapeutic dosage. Right. And is that instead of or as well as going out and embracing the sun? Well, the the challenge with embracing the sun, like... If you think about it, animals in nature get a lot of sun exposures. Like our, we we have to chase our indoor dogs outside so they can get some sun on their coats. Like all animals, all nature needs that sun exposure. But when we talk about humans and making vitamin D, we need that sun exposure every day. But we need, you know, a fair bit of skin to be bare, which is difficult. <laughs> difficult in winter. <laughs> difficult at this time of year. So just having you know, bare skin on the back of your hands and on our face and around our necks, not enough. Like uh-huh. they talk about full torso, front and back. Oh, right. <laughs> so unless we're going to get out and get out 10 or 15 or 20 minutes a day, not at the worst time, but to get that sun exposure, it is tricky in winter. Mm, yes, it is. So, or otherwise we'll all be heading down to Susan Gilmore Beach. <laughs> we'll be, as long as we're doing it to get our vitamin D, it's all good. <laughs> yes, it's a very good reason, officer. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Health and well-being with Peter Mullen today. And, uh, Peter, we've just changed the lights in the studio over from bright white to mood yellow, and you said immediately we can feel the effect. We're feeling more mellow. Yeah, look, I definitely think I can, like turning off those bright fluoros and switching onto the yellow. Uh, to me, you can definitely feel like your nervous system dropped down a peg or two. So I don't think we're aware of how how stressed our bodies get during the day just with the environment that we're exposed to as well. So I'm feeling calmer. Are you feeling calmer? I'm definitely feeling calmer. <laughs> <laughs> so we we are looking at tips though, plenty of good tips for um, getting yourself through those blues periods. In the yeah, and just the helping year. helping with our mood and, and stress coping. Um, so the next tip there is surrounding yourself with positive people. Yes. You know, like we That's all... Yeah, the people we spend time with, like we spend a lot of time with... Um, people in our workplace we spend a lot of time obviously hopefully with family and friends so yeah being around positive people makes a really big difference and before we finish up with the last one there turning on the tunes listening to the radio yes. particularly to and you are uh, i would recommend the music is 
nice easy, and bright. Easy listening. <laughs> easy on the ears. Um, but, yeah, having your home set up that way that, you know, if you like salt lamps, yes. um, we can't recommend candles anymore because too many houses have yes, had down. accidents. But, um, you know, having, having a, a couple of salt lamps in the home, um, having music playing on the, the radio player, we, off, we all always have music playing at home like it's just in the background it's yeah. we think our dogs like it and our plants um and yourselves and ourselves let's be honest <laughs> um now the next one you said probably is not a great idea it or may not happen at the moment plan a vacation well the vacation mightn't but the planning can certainly happen <laughs> can't it and that's always fun absolutely <laughs> and maybe you know maybe a, a vacation doesn't need to be you know, obviously it's not going to be overseas for a while, but maybe it can be just up the coast to Foster or, you know, to maybe a smaller country town that, you know, we can go and just relax there for a week or so. Um, yeah, and a short break is, is almost as good as a, a long holiday in yeah, a lot of ways, yeah. in different ways. And you and I were talking about this before. The big thing probably for both you and I is getting outside, getting into nature. Yes, yes. There's something very restorative about uh, about that. Yeah, and I think particularly at these times, I think getting out, seeing a nice sunset or sitting at the beach just helps you to get allow some of that stress to wash away, get you a better perspective on things as well. And that brings us to our last tip, and that is um, being kind to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. You know, this year we all started off, we had those bushfires. Yes. We all started off with all the best intentions of what our goals were for this year, and then all of a sudden we had to come up with a new set of goals, which was initially just surviving lockdown so it's been a year of interest <laughs> year of interest challenge and change yes. and um yeah just being kind to yourself like there's no right or wrong way to get through all of this it's just listening to yourself spending time outdoors spending time with family and friends so not too high expectations on what how you feel you should be operating or how you feel you should be working. Yeah, absolutely. Just be a little more realistic and it doesn't matter even if you don't set expectations, I suppose. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think um, you know, we've got some good things coming up. We've got um winter's gonna be over in six weeks for those <laughs> that don't like winter. I don't mind the cold. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the one thing that we that is good is that the seasons will continue to change no matter what's going on. So mm, yeah, there's yes. always something to look forward to. I there think. is indeed, even if it's next week's program. <laughs> so that will be coming your way. <laughs> Thank you, Peter Mullen. My pleasure, Jane. Um, Lovely to talk with you. Health and wellbeing back next Tuesday to a new RFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from Two and RFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.